0: Yeah, and it actually scared me. <laughs> it, it really did scare me that I could find enjoyment mm. in their demise, right? right? And, and I didn't want like physical harm to come to them no. or anything, but I did want them to pay. That's what it boiled down to. But
1: imagine that. Mm. If you began to train your mind to find joy in other suffering, don't you think eventually that leaks into other people and suddenly it's you have less who- empathy on everybody?
0: This is Behind Our Smiles,
1: pursuing connection and finding joy. Even in this struggle.
0: And welcome back to another episode of the Behind Our Smiles podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Tara. And we're so glad that you're here. We love hanging out with you. So
1: episode 21, we talked about humility, the time that Mm. you were wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, okay, actually, (laughs) I was wrong. We're working on adding humility to our marriage. And humility is so important for this week's episode. We cannot do this week without doing number 21.
0: So I need to have some humility. Yes, right now. All right. So while I'm finding my humility, I did want to say thanks uh, to our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. If you don't know a lot about them, they're a health sharing ministry. There are no network restrictions. You get to pick your doctors. It's affordable. You can join today. And if you want to find out more, just check out SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles.
1: So Joe, I remember those times, and it hasn't happened often, but we've had to loan money to somebody mm. in a loan sense, and the money never did come back to us.
0: Yeah. There have been a couple of things that are popping to mind where, and you really, you have two, you have two decisions in that mm-hmm. at that time, right? You can either decide to continue to harp your friend. You can continue to say, Hey, I need the money. You can make the, the still relationship, you know, awkward, you're stewing
1: inside and getting more and more angry and bitter right, at the situation,
0: frustrated with it, mm-hmm. or you can choose to just forgive it. And we uh, have chosen to forgive the loan Uh, It's not an absorbent amount of money. And uh, when we came to the realization that it was creating a major hardship and Mm -hmm. the person who owed the money was just not going to be able to get it, get it paid back. And we learned through that experience, uh, like the very first time that it happened, we had been, it it had been hurting our relationship Mm -hmm. because you were like, it's not fair. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know it's not fair. And then you would say, but I think we need to forgive the loan. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, it's not (laughs) fair. And then we would go back and forth and. And when we really felt God's leading to forgive the loan, not only did we set the person who owed us free, but we were actually set free in that process as well. And um, I well, in light really-
1: of a, In light of a kind of a friendship, especially that depends on whether this person's like really in your life, in your small circle, mm-hmm. whether this, this person may be more extended acquaintance that you don't see, but part of this idea going, we don't want to have that sense of, you owe me for the rest of your life, right? At some mm-hmm. point you have to say, Huh, I don't think it's gonna come back. And you know, it's a cost that you bear. You know, whether it was ten dollars or a thousand dollars, it's like going, that was still a line item in our budget, and right. by forgiving a loan, we're saying that money's never gonna show back up in that line of the budget. And we had to, you know, take it as a loss.
0: And that, that was something that we learned is mm-hmm. that when when you don't when we don't pay back a loan, someone has to pay mm-hmm. that loan back. So right. even when a major company forgives a debt. Somebody has to pay that. And for us, let's say it was $100, then that was $100 we had earmarked for something that we could Mm -hmm. no longer buy because we had given it to friends. So we decided after that incident, Mm -hmm. right, that we were no longer gonna loan money, we were going to give money. So if someone really needed it legitimately, and we were in a place where we could loan them the money. We may even tell them it's a loan. Mm-hmm. But in, in our, our hearts, minds, right. in our hearts, it was, it was well, a gift. And that partly,
1: too, is even saying to ourselves, okay, if we absolutely positively need this money back, then let's not loan it out either. So either it's a gift, right? Because if it sentenced, we absolutely positively need this money back by tomorrow, it's too risky. But to say, hey, you know what? We're going to consider it a gift because we don't want that person to ever feel indebted to us.
0: But when we do forgive uh, anything, whether it's... Uh, pain or hurt that's mm-hmm. been done to us or money. some Somebody has to pay, right? Mm-hmm. There there has to be a payment for that. And and we think about the ultimate forgiveness and what Jesus mm-hmm. did for us and the price that he had to pay. And you don't have to think that about that very long to go, okay, I can mm-hmm. forgive this $100 because the amount of Forgiveness that Christ has already given me. That's why
1: again and again in the Bible, anytime forgiveness is mentioned, it's always in context of both, saying we forgive others because we have been forgiven, because we have been forgiven. Like every single verse I'm looking at in the Bible is forgiveness. And so, and of course the best example that Jesus gave was the parable of the servant who owed a exorbitant amount of money to the king. And just went to the king begging for mercy, begging for forgiveness saying, I can't pay this back. I'll never pay this back. And he was probably telling the truth. He would never, ever be able to pay
0: it back. And the king was going to put him in jail. And Mm -hmm. in jail, there was absolutely no chance that he would ever be able to pay back. So Mm -hmm. not only did the king say, he didn't just say something like, hey, I'll give you more time. You don't have to go to jail. He said, I completely forgive the debt. Mm -hmm. Imagine what that would feel like. Right. I mean, that's, that's like you th- if you have a, a major house payment and someone showed up at your door tomorrow and mm-hmm. said, by the way, you're done. It's All paid, paid for. How amazing. I mean, right. you'd celebrate, that sense right? Of
1: freedom. It'd be amazing. And I always to my, wonder myself too, what did that guy do to incur that much debt? Right. Right? Like he might've been making some poor choices along the way yeah. that you might want to say, listen, you should learn your lesson for spending too much money that you didn't have. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like there probably was a lesson that guy had to learn. But the guy, the king just said, yeah, I'll wipe it off. But again, he didn't wipe it off as if it was a number in a, in a ledger book that still came as a cost to him.
0: Right, the king had to pay it. The,
1: pay, the king had paid it at some point in his timeline, and of course, the moral or the second part of the story is, is that, that guy servant. immediately turning around to someone else who owed him ten dollars, you know, minuscule amount of money, and just harping him and again saying, "It's not fair, right? It's not right. fair. You owe me." And as you're jail. reading that story, you're going, um, "Did you not read the first part of this story?" <laughs>
0: And isn't it so funny that that shows up in Mm -hmm. our everyday life today? For instance, uh, why is it when I hurt you, Mm -hmm. it was an accident, or I I didn't mean it's not really a big deal? But when you hurt me, I can make a huge deal about it.
1: And I was the evil one, and I always had bad intentions. We tend to overplay right or overemphasize what's done to us as being of a worse matter. I think you know what the Bible is always telling us is we've been forgiven much, right? We've been forgiven much. We're no, we can't. We're not in a place to say but I'm perfectly holy and I've done everything right. right. We're just not, we've been forgiven much. And out of that, what Jesus is saying is out of that posture of forgiveness of knowing we're forgiven, we should automatically, naturally just flow out forgiveness to others. And that, that guy who'd been forgiven the million dollar, whatever the dollar debt was in the Bible story should have just been not just celebrating, but almost generosity going, what can I do now to make others have this same experience? Right.
0: Because we don't have to think very hard or very long to realize what Jesus has done Mm -hmm. for us. The, the debt of ours that has been paid and someone had to pay it. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus paid a huge price. Mm -hmm. So when God's asking us to forgive, it's really a small amount Mm -hmm. in, in comparison and, I believe God's asking us to forgive over and over is because it's not just setting the person who needs forgiveness free, mm-hmm. it's setting us free
1: as mm-hmm. well. Well, we keep coming back to, when we're looking at the debts are forgiven and who, who paid and who didn't pay, right? We're keeping score. And we have this propensity for fairness, right? We want things to be fair or not. But when we look to Jesus, we're going, that's not fair, mm-hmm. right? That's, right. The whole, that's the whole premise of Jesus dying on the cross. That's not fair. He didn't deserve it. He didn't sin. He was not you know, blemished by all these things we are, but he took the cost. And he said, I'll pay it all, even though I did not incur it. Not my fault. So I think we have to go, that wasn't fair if we want to live in the land of fairness.
0: And I think, at least for me, I need to realize sometimes that the hurt I cause is significant. Mm -hmm. It's just because I want to downplay it doesn't mean that it didn't really hurt the person Mm -hmm. that I hurt. And I think for me anyway, I... I'm not able to get to the place to forgive if I don't realize my own need mm-hmm. to be forgiven.
1: Right, and that's where God kind of can say our ability to forgive each other in our mm-hmm. marriages or relationships is a is a reflection of that. And so I think when we're struggling with forgiveness, to first come back to that humility, say, okay, what have I been forgiven of? Who am I in God's eyes? Am I at a place of judge, right, mm-hmm. and jury, where I can simply say everybody owes me, <laughs> and we say no, we we all owe a debt. Of love to God for what He's done for us. And when we showed that love is by generously offering forgiveness to each ho- to each other. And you know, especially when it comes to like loans. I know for us, Joe, if for some reason, you know, someone like paid off our house and, you know, whatever other pays, other things we could pay off, we wouldn't want to go in debt ever again. Right? right. There's times that we kind of get something paid off and we're like, okay, we don't want to go back into debt. And I think that's what God's trying to tell us. Like when you've been forgiven, you're going, don't even take on the debt. Let's not cabalists of offenses and things that are inside of us that are causing hurt to each other.
0: Right. And and it really does set us free. Mm -hmm. I come back to that over and over and over again, that when we forgive, we can buy into the idea that we're setting that person free. And we don't realize until afterwards Mm -hmm. that it's really us Mm -hmm. who's been set free.
1: It's holding those things in our heart. And constantly saying again, and it's not like back to our loan, we, this invisible loan we took out. It's not just that we don't have that money in our account, even though that's a tangible way. It's because we're stewing over it, mm. right? And it's bothering us and we're getting bitter and it's interfering with our relationships, interfering with our ability to love well. And then we're being stingier with other people yeah. going, you know, right. we ain't going to give a dollar to anybody because this one time someone didn't pay us back. Mm. <laughs> so I think it's not just the cost that we have by saying, okay, we don't have our money anymore, but it begins to infect our entire lives being walking around going, that person wronged us. That person didn't pay us back. And know something we become kind of cranky, bitter people, and it doesn't make us into better people.
0: And it really does come back to this willingness to forgive. It does make a huge difference. And we're going to talk more about that, especially how it pertains to our marriage relationship, because the closer you are to someone, chances are the more often you're going to have to practice Mm -hmm. forgiveness, Right. Uh, so we're going to talk about that here in one minute, right after we hear from our amazing sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. Courtney was 17 weeks pregnant when she and her husband, Greg, learned that their son, Shepard, had a heart condition that would require multiple surgeries and were uncertain about his future. But Samaritan Ministries connected them with other Samaritan members who began to pray and share the financial needs of the pregnancy and the medical care Shepard needed. I don't know how Samaritan could have answered any differently and done any better, I don't know. And just to hear the confidence on the other end of the phone Hmm. of this is not something that you need to be concerned about at all. You focus on the health of your family, the health of your baby, and we will walk with you every step of the way. Thankfully, through God's faithfulness and provision, Shepard is surpassing all of the doctor's expectations. To read more about this family's journey and how you can join a community of believers like them, visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. So we're talking about forgiveness, the importance of forgiveness and how it really does begin with humility.
1: Right, and humility is like a posture, right? Right. It's, It's how you see yourself and how you see others and saying, hey, I'm not more important than you. And if not, this idea of me being above you and you owe me, right? Mm -hmm. And I think when we get that you owe me mentality in our own head, it affects our marriage.
0: And unforgiveness Mm -hmm. can really get us to that place. Uh, We start keeping record of wrongs. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, there's a score sheet happening Mm -hmm. and uh, it can definitely affect our closeness.
1: And one of the things that we're working on in our marriage, you know, I love Colossians 3 and everything it has to do for me in our marriage is in verse 13, bearing with one another, And if one is a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as Mm. the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. So again, there's always this like cause and effect. God has forgiven Mm. you. But I like that idea of like, we're bearing with one another. (laughs) No offense, Joe. (laughs) I appreciate that. As we have these complaints, as we have these things that go wrong, we're in a place to say the forgiveness is going to naturally flow out from us when these things happen in relationship.
0: And that really protects us uh, from things like bitterness, mm-hmm. because once the root of bitterness gets in, it can really, infect every aspect of our relationship and ultimately will lead to destruction.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and Joe, you had every reason when I first met you to be a bitter man mm-hmm. in terms of things that had done wrong, people that had hurt you incredibly. and And I met you, you didn't have that root of bitterness in you, even though I saw a lot of hurt in you. And we talked about this this quite a bit that if you had not forgiven the people that have hurt you, you would not have been even attractive to me because something I saw a change in you already. And like, wait a minute, how could you have this happen to you, but you're not bitter, right? Mm -hmm. How did that look like for you?
0: Well, so going back to when I was 18, um, I was new in my relationship with Christ, but he began to work on my heart that I needed to forgive. And at the time I was really kind of very upset. I was mad at the thought that God would ask me to do that. Why in the world would you ask me to let these people off the hook? They should have to pay for what they did. Uh, I wasn't mature enough in in my walk to understand the true um, benefit of forgiveness.
1: One thing is for you, Joe, the list was long. I mean, we're not talking about even one person. Mm -hmm. We're talking about people and multiple. So I mean, I'm understanding from your point of view, this is not just like one offense you're hanging on to. This is like a multiple level of offenses you're hanging on to.
0: And it was slowly dragging me down. Mm -hmm. I I mean, bitterness was eating me alive. Um, I look at the trajectory of where I was headed and you're right, I would not have been in a healthy place in a very Mm -hmm. short period of time. In fact, I wasn't in a healthy place. But I was I was still eager to hear from God, and so God worked on me for the better part of a year that I, I really needed to go, and forgive these people that had hurt me, and of course I continued to wrestle with God, but He continued to to work work mm-hmm. it over.
1: So when you're wrestling with God and you're saying I should forgive, what was either option?
0: Uh, to, I'd rather.
1: I'm, I wanted to see them pay. Right? Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't
0: want to cause harm to them, but I wouldn't have been heard had I got <laughs> heard from through the grapevine that so and so was had had gone bankrupt or so and
1: so had left. Lo- right. You know I mean, I mean? That's like, my point is the struggle is going. I can forgive, and let go, or I can enjoy thinking about the ways that they may be suffering right. as a result of what they did, and that, and that feels and that, kind of good. For a moment right
0: yeah and it actually scared me <laughs> it, it really did scare me that i could find enjoyment mm. in their demise right, right? And, and i didn't want like physical harm to come to them no. or anything but i did want them to pay that's what it boiled down
1: to but imagine that that's what i'm saying in our relationship mm. if you began to train your mind right to find joy in other suffering right you think into yourself oh it's just that person over there that person who hurt me i could enjoy them suffering because you know they're so bad but don't you think eventually that leaks into other people and suddenly it's you have less who, empathy and everybody? Right.
0: It's the person who cut me off in traffic. Mm-hmm. It's the cashier who shorted me. Your wife didn't, you know, wash your socks wife the and right my way. Kids, <laughs> right. My friends and all mm-hmm. of a sudden I'm that that lonely old man at the end of the block right. that is the haunted house. But that everybody hey, avoids. you know
1: what? You know, you can sit there in your joy and going, but they paid, right? But they they paid. paid, but who
0: really paid? It right. was me. who It was paid. you. Yep. So I, um, mm-hmm. so when I was eighteen, uh, probably nineteen at this point. I uh, took that step of faith and I trusted mm-hmm. God and I went and I forgave. And and when you forgive someone who's done that kind of damage to you, it's not always healthy mm-hmm. to be in the same mm-hmm. place with them. And so, there are plenty of
1: people in your life that that's the case. Right.
0: right. And so I had to really pray that through. And I had a couple of people that were walking through it with me. And so if you're listening to the story, and there are people that have hurt you at a high level and you need to f- forgive them. You've been holding on to unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have someone in your life, a pastor, someone mm-hmm. who has an active, growing relationship with Christ who can walk with you through that. And I happen to have somebody in my life at the time who was able to help protect me mm-hmm. to say, that's not the wisest decision there. Or, mm-hmm. or you know, you could forgive without being in, in person. But there was one particular person that I, I did need to be in person with. And I felt God's leading that way. And I and I went and forgave and and I would love to tell you it was a flowery, mm-hmm. incredible movie ending moment. Like it was the most amazing thing. The music, orchestra was playing, all this. No, it didn't work like that at all. In fact, it went really, really south. But I remember this person who had who had come alongside me and was walking with me through this forgiveness journey. The the one thing that they said to me was, There you did what God asked you to do. You were mm-hmm. obedient. Their reaction is on them, not you. Mm -hmm. But what I realized was, in a very short period of time, I stopped uh, finding joy in their suffering. Mm -hmm. And I began to realize I was less bitter. I was able to enjoy life more. I was smiling Mm -hmm. at things. And people would actually notice like, wow, you seem happy. You seem like the weight of the world is Mm -hmm. off your shoulders or whatever they would say. And the truth was, I had been set free and looking back on it, I was in a, a a jail cell that I had put together myself that had three walls. I could have walked out anytime. time. Mm-hmm. But I thought by not forgiving them, it was the right thing to do. Like they should have to pay. Mm-hmm. Someone has to pay. And so when I chose to forgive them, I chose to say, I'm releasing you Mm -hmm. from any harm that I owe you for what you did to me.
1: Now, in reality, Joe, at this point in your life, at 19 or 20, and even, let's just say right now, at this point in your life too, when you forgave them, it's not saying the hurt was no longer there. Right. I mean, the hurt will still be there. and For some offenses, the hurt may travel with you for decades and decades. So what for you is the difference between the hurt you carry versus the bitterness you carry?
0: And I do wrestle with that because I think Mm -hmm. forgiveness is a one-time event, but a lifelong process. Mm -hmm. So as you have walked beside me, Tara, you have seen times when I struggle through, Mm -hmm. Uh, I did forgive them, but I'm really mad at them today, or I'm Mm -hmm. really angry. Like, I'll give you a quick example. I, I lost the vision of my one eye Mm -hmm. because of a a abuse that happened as a child. And so I'm reminded of it every single day, or I have certain pains Mm -hmm. in my body from some of the abuse that I sustained. So I'm reminded of it and it frustrates me. Some days worse than others. Mm -hmm. And I came to this place. I'll I'll never forget it. This was probably two or three years ago. So Mm -hmm. in the development all the way from when I was 18. And I was angry with a certain person in my past who had caused specific damage to me. And uh, I was wrestling through this. And I was like, God, I know I've forgiven them. Why does it continue to surface? And and honestly, God, this is literally what I said. If they would just tell me, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If they would just tell me, I I know this must have hurt you. Mm-hmm. It would make all the difference in the world because when I tell people, when, they, when, they, when people are walking through forgiveness, one of the things that I learned is the person you're forgiving will probably never know the hurt they caused you. Mm-hmm. And you have to come to grips with that because I thought I would say, I forgive you and you would say, I'm sorry for the pain right. you caused.
1: Well, and to be fair, that is what we exemplify in our marriage, right? right. In a close and loving relationship, there has been the attempt to say, do you understand, you know, how I hurt you? And we'll talk about that, you know, in the next episode. Yeah. I think in this situation where there is, you know, gross conduct and neglect, there is that element of going, chances are, if they're committing those kind of sins, they may, they may be clueless and they're never going to come clean with understanding what they did.
0: So as I began to really seek God on that or what that could look like, God began to show me. The person uh, like anybody in your life, but this one particular person that I wanted to come back to me and say, I'm so sorry and own what they did. Mm-hmm. If they were to own that without a relationship with him, it would be very devastating mm-hmm. for them. It would be like if I was doing radio and someone told me, by the way, the stuff you've been doing every day is actually killing. Mm-hmm. How in the world could I own that without a relationship with Jesus? I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. It would destroy me.
1: Well, it goes back to what we said earlier, which is with relationship with jesus when we know we've done something horribly wrong we can be free because we go okay if we confess our sins he forgives us so we're not trapped anymore right and we
0: know the price he paid Mm -hmm. was big enough to cover that and so then of course i began to go well i should be praying more diligent for their salvation right Mm -hmm. because if they get saved then they'll have a relationship with god then god can reveal (laughs) it to them and then they'll be able to tell me i'm sorry for what Mm -hmm. i did and then i started to think wait a minute If they ever come to a saving knowledge of Jesus, then the last thing I want them to do is carry any heartache Mm -hmm. from that. And I remember going to God, right? I don't want them to I said, Mm -hmm. God, bring them to a a saving knowledge of you and don't ever bring this up to them. Mm -hmm. I never want them to ever know. Release it. Mm -hmm. I release it. And it was so cool because God spoke to my heart so clearly. That's what true forgiveness looks like. Mm -hmm. And and for me, it took a lifetime to get to that place Mm -hmm. and i'd love to tell you i'm free now and everything's great and i am free but i still struggle from time to time with why did it have to happen and i still have to to release that on a regular
1: basis because that's what i was kind of asking is that since the hurt is still there whenever the hurt shows up in your life it's a temptation at that point to to go back to bitterness right? right and those things remind you to say oh my goodness this is wrong this is not the way it's supposed to be this person hurt me in these ways and I think in your spirit can well up that option again. Do I make them pay or do I trust God with this? And it doesn't mean the hurt goes away. Right. It just means what do you do with that hurt? Do you say, because I'm hurting, therefore that person over there should hurt as well. And so I think that's where you said the process of forgiveness, since the hurt may never go away, you have to constantly say, okay, God, what do I do with this hurt?
0: and constantly release it. That's why mm-hmm. it's a one-time event, stepping out in obedience to say, yes, mm-hmm. God, I'm choosing to forgive this person, these people. Mm-hmm. But it's trusting God throughout our lives when it continues to resurface, mm-hmm. to say, God, I'm giving it back to you. I don't want them to suffer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave it in your hands. And by the way, thanks for forgiving mm-hmm. me for so right. much worse. Thanks I for forgiving me it for so me, much we, more. reminds me how
1: we started this whole episode, which is, you know, you're forgiving it, but there's a cost, right? You have borne the cost of much of that sin in your life, right? It's not like you forgave and again, your life just went, you know, hunky-dory, everything's perfect. There's still a weight you have to carry and a a hurt that you carry that is yours to carry because it was a hurt. But you're saying, I'm not going to double back and, you know, do tit for tat and hold on to that hurt against them. So it's complicated. It's such a hard thing because we live this every day of our life, right? Trying to understand what does this look like when, especially in your situation, Joe, where the hurts are just so absolutely illegal and criminal mm-hmm. to some extent, right? Yeah. Not just, you know, offenses. They were, you know, huge wrongs.
0: I appreciate that. But whether the hurt is big or small, we still have to be able to forgive. Mm-hmm. Holding on to unforgiveness, no matter how big or small it is, will hurt us. And it will hurt our marriages.
1: Right. So next week, we're going to do part two of this one because mm-hmm. I want to talk about what forgiveness looks like in our marriage in the everyday in order to keep our relationship stronger and not let those things build up.
0: Right, because as when you're talking about a bigger offense mm-hmm. and sometimes you shouldn't be in the same- Reconciliation's off the table. Right, room mm-hmm. with the person- you need to be in the same room with your Right, we would like to keep
1: this in the same room if we can. So we have to work on the daily forgiveness. So thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a rating or review. If you'd like to connect with us on Facebook, we're at Behind Our Smiles. And we're also on Instagram at Behind Our Smiles Pod.
0: Yeah, and your five-star rating, I know you hear us say it a lot, but it really does make a difference. It helps others give the podcast a try Mm -hmm. and it could uh, impact their lives. We're hearing from people who um, are being impacted by what God is doing through the podcast. So thank you very much. Also want to say a huge thanks to our producer, Mark Stubanger, and our sponsor, our amazing sponsor, that helped to make this week's episode possible, Samaritan Ministries. Uh, they are a health-sharing ministry. You get to pick your doctor. There are no network restrictions. It is for- affordable, and you can join today. And if you want to find out more, uh, just check out samaritanministries.org slash smiles.